Welcome to the King's Cast, dynamic teaching recorded live at King's Church in Cambridge, England. We hope you are blessed and challenged by listening to the ministry today. And now, here's the broadcast. Amen. Thank you. Thank you, Phil. And wow, we have an amazing morning already. Don't we? Wonderful worship. Oh, God is good. God is amazing. Um, Yeah, wonderful worship, wonderful singers. Thank you, God, for that gift of singing. By the way, my husband and I, we start in our house. Our house is three floors. And he starts singing a song, and then I answer downstairs or upstairs, wherever I am. I start answering, singing together. We start singing together. And then suddenly one day he say, wow, mi amor, when you sing, you put me into my knees. And I was amazed. Wow, really? Thank you, God. He said, yes, to pray for your voice be better. (laughs) And he does love me. Can you imagine? That's him for you. Honestly. Anyway. Let's enjoy today with the Word of God. Let's ask God to talk to our hearts. And like he did with me when I was preparing this Word. And today, I'm going to talk about blind man. Let's go to John chapter 9. In this chapter, Jesus healed a blind man from birth. Literally, what happened in this occasion, it was a creative miracle. God created what this man didn't have. He created his eyes. Let's read uh, chapter 9, verse 1 to 3. As Jesus was walking along, he saw a man who had been blind from birth. Rabbi, His disciples asked him, why was this man born blind? Was it because of his own sins or his parents' sins? It was not because of his sins or his parents' sins, Jesus answered. This happened so the power of God could be seen in him. Wow. A common belief in Jewish culture was that calamity, suffering, illnesses was a result of some great things. Jesus used this man's suffering to teach about faith, but also to glorify the name of the Lord. Amen? In short words, Jesus told these people, told them that a miracle in his life will glorify his father's name. What a wonderful story. We know that the sin in this world brings illnesses, but it doesn't mean that every person that is ill is because of their sins. Okay? We have to be careful with that. We can see in the life of Job, as Pastor Phil mentioned, it was to glorify God. Amen? We can see with this blind man 
was to glorify God. As Adam and Eve live in obedience, he, they obeyed to God. They were living in a paradise, as we know. No sin, no illnesses, no death. After that, what happened when they sinned? The illness came, the death came. But praise the Lord, because we as a Christians, we are alive with Jesus. Amen? That didn't sound amen. amen. Glory to God. In one occasion, in John chapter 5, after Jesus healed a lame man in the pool, he was telling him, now you are well, so stop sinning, or something even worse may happen to you. So what this person is telling us today? That illnesses and suffering also come because of our sin. Yes? You agree with me? So, you are all beautiful. And you are so wonderful. So now stop sinning. Come on. We have to be strong. We have to say no. And we have to stand up firm in the word of God. We have to come and say, okay, God, I'm going to leave the past in the past and come back with you. Amen? Amen. Also, there is another reason to be ill. Because we don't rest enough. Because we don't eat well. Because we do too much. We don't look after ourselves. This man, you know what? I imagine when the faces of the disciples, when Jesus said to them, actually, no. This illness, you are wrong. This illness is not because of the sin. It's to glorify my father's name. It's amazing. I, I cannot imagine the faces. This man was born, but he is not going to die blind. He was blind, but he's not going to die blind. John verse six, verse, sorry, chapter 9, verse 6 and 7 says, Then he spit on the ground, made mud with the saliva, and spread the mud over the blind man's eyes. He told him, go, wash yourself in the pool of Siloam. Siloam means send. So the man went and washed and came back seeing. Wow, that is a miracle, is it? This takes me to my first point, the call obedience. So what happened with this man? I love the graphic, isn't it? <laughs> this man obeyed to Jesus. He listened to his voice and went to the pool of Siloam, washed his eyes and come back seeing. Hallelujah. First Samuel 15, 22 says, what is more pleasant to the Lord you burns offerings and sacrifice or you obedience to his voice? Listen, obedience is better than sacrifice and submission is better than offering the fat of rams. Yeah. Obedience, God is calling for obedience. Please God, help us. 
It's true, help us. It's not easy, isn't it? When I was reading this chapter 9, the book of John, I imagined this blind man walking to the pool of Siloam. If Jesus sends someone that is able to see, that'd be okay, don't you think? But Jesus sent a blind man. He did, maybe he did, didn't know what was the pool, where was the pool. Or better, he didn't know how to get there. But as the blind man received the order from Jesus, he did obey. He started walking. How many of us receive a call from God? How many of us receive a prophecy? And we don't know how to start. We get stuck. We become stagnant. And do nothing? How many of us just maybe take the easy way where is no easy way? Or escape like Jonah? Well, this man didn't. He did obey. He didn't complain. He didn't make excuses. I am ill. I'm blind. I cannot go by myself. He didn't. He went he start walking. My second point is what I think all of us also need. Determination to perseverance. Hmm. My goodness. Maybe on this way, on his way to the pool, he feel he fall many times. We don't know. The Bible doesn't say. But imagine he tripped over stones. Up and downs. Imagine this moment, the roads there. Just put a picture in your head. With how many things this blind man stumbled and fall. But then he, get, he got up yeah. and he continued. Amen? Yeah. In my life, it was a wonderful man. Sorry. He was totally blind. I knew I will be emotional today. <sighs> he was my dad, my earthly dad. He's with the Lord now. Thank you, God. Living with him, seeing him blind was hard because he has to depend on any one of us. His children. He needed a guide. He needed one of us beside him all the time. I think for this reason, he has 12 children. I am <laughs> the youngest. Yes or no? <laughs> My goodness. Anyway, he has to be a guide from one of us. If not, probably he will fall. He will stumble. He had to depend always to go to the places that he wanted. to. He was a very clever man. He learned, he memorized all the addresses, all the roads to go. He used to tell, go to the right, go to the left. It was amazing he was. But he didn't know 
the up and downs of the pavements. And in Colombia, the roads are not very good. The pavements are not really very good. He, he didn't know the holes in the streets. And he could fall anytime. His best guide was God. Thank you, God. He was a strong Christian. But after that, his best guy was my sister here. She was amazing with him. And she still is. Amen? Oh, God. It's emotional. God is good. God is good. So I imagine like this blind man, he need a guide to the pool. Yes? I asked why Jesus didn't send one of his disciples to take him. In the Bible, doesn't say that. Some to take him to the pool, one of them. But I understand that the pool of Siloam was more or less a hundred meters from where Jesus and the blind man were. So I don't know how he arrived that, there, but he was determined. So how he did manage. The Bible doesn't say, but I imagine how many times he fall. But he still gets up and clean his clothes and continue. Amen? He was determined to get to the goal. Do you have any goals today? Do you know what is the purpose of your life? God wants us to have a vision, to live for him. He has a purpose for each one of us. Do you know that? God wants us to, have, to be strong. To be blind must be no easy, unless when you have been told to go somewhere that maybe you don't know how to get there, and how many things will be in your way. How many people will try to stop you or discourage you? But something that I really admire of this blind man was his obedience to God. His determination of perseverance. To get there, even though he was blind, even though maybe he didn't know where was the pool of Siloam, to get there. His determination, even though he didn't know the way. And I don't know if this is the only person that has to walk a way that he didn't know. I don't know if this is the only person that God has told to do something, and on his way, probably, he stumbled with someone, with problems, with illnesses, any kind of discouragement and try, that tried to stop him to go to the goal. I don't know if this is the only person that walking in the will of God stumble and fall. I don't know. But I would like to say something. Do not stop. 
Do not stop on your way to the goal. It was amazing the songs today. Whew. It was amazing the word uh, Pastor Phil said today. The Holy Spirit is working in us, guys. Receive. Receive. I don't know how many times you will fall. But I encourage you to get up, to shake your clothes, and to continue. Amen. To get up and clean the wounds of your body. Clean the wounds of your heart and continue. Because Jesus is telling all of us today, he's telling us today, if you get up, if you shake your clothes, if you clean your wounds and don't look back anymore, you will arrive to the pool of Siloam. Which one is your pool? And when you arrive to the pool, your life will change. Amen? Hallelujah. Come on. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Luke 9, 62 says, But Jesus told him, Anyone who puts a hand to the plow and then looks back, oh my goodness, is no fit for the kingdom of God. Wow. Jesus won total dedication from us. Total not that half-hearted, no, commitment, no. He won total. We cannot pick and choose and choose what we like. It is all. Amen? It is all. Whew. We have to accept the cross along with the crown. We must count the cost. And be willing to abandon everything else that has given us security without looking back. Without looking back. With our focus in Jesus. Amen? We should allow nothing to distract us from following him. Nothing to distract us. So all the ones today... That are on the way to the pool. Which one is the pool that you have? Of Siloam. On the way to the place of the miracle. But for one or other reason. You have stopped praying. Praying, having communion with him. Seeking him for days. For months. Perhaps for years. And you are feeling down now. You are feeling low. Jesus is telling you today to get up. Come on, get up. Get up. Shake your clothes. And continue with the call that you have. God has something big for you in the pool. Do you believe it? Do you believe it? Amen. Hallelujah. He has something big. The blind man, was, he walked all the way to the pool without being able to see. To be honest, I don't know 
if this is the only human being that feel that God sent him to do something that he felt he cannot do it. Who is with me? I don't know if this is the only man that doesn't understand why Jesus doesn't make the things easy for him when he is God, when he is able. Amen? Why he didn't tell Peter, James, Mark, Paul, any one of them to take this man to the pool? Or better, why Jesus doesn't put his hands in the eyes of the blind man and heal him straight away as he did before? But Jesus didn't make it easy. No, no, no. In short words, Jesus said, okay, if you want to change in your life, you have to walk. Amen? If you don't, even if you don't feel it, even if you are too tired, even if you are too ill, even if you cannot see, you have to walk. Hebrews 10 Verse 35 and 36 says, So, do not throw away this confidence. Trust in the Lord. Amen? Remember the great reward it brings you. Wow. Patience. Oh, dear. We need it. Endurance is what you need now. So that you will continue to do God's will, then you will receive all that he has promised. Amen. Hallelujah. So, if you don't stop on your way to, do, to the goal, if you continue strong in Christ, even you are a struggle now, Putting your eyes in Jesus, only in him. No one really, no one will stop you to get a miracle. Amen? Amen. Your personal life will change. Amen? Amen? Your marriage will change. Amen? Your children will change. Amen? Amen. Your situation at work will change. Amen? Do you believe it? Hallelujah. Even he was challenged. He didn't stop. Even though on his way, maybe there were like stones, like I said before. Big and small, up and downs. Wounds from falling. Illnesses. He really put his trust in the Lord. How many of you are trusting in Jesus today? How many of you are trusting in Jesus today and knowing your own skills, abilities, wisdom, knowledge, or in what you are living now? On our journeys, we will have faults. We know that. Inclusive. We as Christians can make other Christians fall. Our families taking our time away from the Lord, our friends, our jobs, working too much. But do you know what is going to make you big? Do you know that? 
what is going to make you successful? Or better, what is going to ensure the success of God in you? Is seeking Him all the time. Amen? In every situation, resting in Him. Praying and fasting, like Pastor Phil was saying, that helps you to grow closer to him. You don't know how amazing it is praying and fasting. Whew. May you be stronger. Amen? So even though you fall, you will continue. You will get up. You will have the strength to get up because the Lord is with you. And you will walk to the end. Continue walking. Continue walking. Listen. God doesn't ensure us that all will be happiness. He says, when the storms come, don't we? He does say. And there will be times that will hit you with things that has been put in your ways to the goal. Things that we never imagine, But in those times is when we have to remember that God is with us. That he is waiting for us to ask him to spend time with him. I tell you today, the people that are successful are those that even though they fall many times, they keep their eyes on the goal. And for us as a Christians, the goal should be Jesus. Amen? Amen. The Bible says in Hebrews 12, 1 to 2. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a huge crowd of witness to the life of faith, let us strip off every weight that slow us down, especially the sin that so easily trips us up. And let us run with endurance the race God has sent before us. We do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus, the champion who initiates and perfects our faith. Amen. Keeping our eyes in Jesus. If you would like to keep it strong, don't put your eyes in the circumstances. Put your eyes in Jesus. If you would like to be able to get up, don't look at your past. Don't look at your faults. Look forward to the goal. If you would like to see the glory of God in your life, do not stop. Keep, a, keep trusting in him. Praying and focus on the race God has sent before you. Amen? Are you going to do it? Oh, thank you, God. Thank you, God. <laughs> Here, I believe are many of you that has received a direct order from God. So I encourage you to start walking. It's time now. Let's do it. There will be like a Pastor Phil was announcing before, an evangelist course, May the 5th. It's only one day. But before that, we will have a mission weekend here, the 19th of 
April. Let's prepare for it. Let's fast and pray. Let's give leafless also. And then let's go to the streets. Even if you don't know everything about Jesus, you don't need to know all the answers in order to share, with Christ, to share Christ with others. You don't need to know. You need to prepare yourself, but you don't need to know all the answers. Like the blind man, he didn't know everything about Jesus. In Job, John chapter 9, he talked about the Pharisees, the religious leaders. That he, they were questioning the blind man. They were asking him, who healed you? And then they asked the mother and the father, was you so blind? And they say, yes, he was blind. And they keep asking. And even the parents feel afraid of them. What will happen? So what they did, ask my son. He's old enough. Are you afraid to tell the truth about Jesus? Uh-oh. Oh, oh. Anyway. Verse 9, 24 to 25 says in John, For the second time they called in the man who had been blind and told him, God should get the glory for this. Amen. It's true. Because we know this man, Jesus, is a sinner. Mm. I don't know whether he is a sinner, the man replied. But I know this. I was blind and now I see. <laughs> so he didn't know everything about Jesus when the Pharisees asked him. But he keep believing. Amen. He keep declaring that he changed his life. He has a testimony. He trusts in Jesus. Yeah. And we all put, should put our trust in Jesus. Yeah. When we go to the streets and talk to people, we have a testimony to tell. Amen? Yeah. We have a testimony. And God will use us. God will use us. Every one of us. To help others to believe in him. He will use us. So I encourage you to come out in the streets. This is our job now. To evangelize. This blind man was sent. Not by men. But by Jesus. Amen. But even though he was sent by Jesus. He stumbled. And fall. With things that. Maybe. They didn't, he didn't know. Surprise him. Whew. I didn't know if I had been the only one who had stumbled with things that I never imagined. They didn't warn me when I decided to give my life to Jesus. I didn't know. But today I come to tell you that I learned to get up and to continue. Amen? Amen? I learned to continue on the right way, even though there will be things that will make me stumble. It is easy to walk where everything looks perfect. Yes or no? 
It's so easy. When everything is made perfect for us, wow, it's easy. But have you realized that when someone gives us a prophecy, they give us part of the prophecy only? Normally, they give us the end of the prophecy. Normally. But they don't give us the process. Just look at the life of Joseph. He has two dreams in Genesis, Genesis 37. In short words, God told him in a dream that he will be a ruler, that he will be a prime minister. Wow, fantastic. He was so young. Even over his family. And do you see? God told him only the end. He didn't tell him the process. Whew. So Joseph knew the end, but not the process to get to that end. And is there where you are going to learn how to walk in faith? Amen? To depend on Jesus. This is the difficult part, the process. And in that process, we have to do our part also. And stand firm and say, even though I fall, I will get up in the name of Jesus. Amen? And I will put my eyes on him, the champion who initiates and perfects our faith. The one who cares for us. Amen? Joseph never stopped trusting God. Even though he was sold as a slave after that dream. They accused him. They put him in a prison. He never saw himself as a slave. He never felt accused. He never saw his, himself in a prison. He saw himself as a prime minister. Amen? Amen? Wow, that is faith. How are you seeing yourself this morning? A failure or a victorious, victorious with Jesus? Amen? Amen? Put your trust in the Lord. He will give you the strength to continue. He will. Second Chronicles 16 verse 9 says. I love this verse. The eyes of the Lord search, search the whole earth. In order to strengthen those hearts are fully committed to him. Hallelujah. It's beautiful verse, isn't it? For all the promises of God are in Christ. Through him are amen. All the promises. There is thousands of thousands of promises in the Bible. For any situation that we are living today's days. Every situation. I say to my little one, I say, just Google it. Say a promise for dying in the Bible if you don't know the Bible. And it's amazing how many promises will come. How many we have to put that, that word in God in practice in our life. Give life to the word of God. 
It's amazing. Let's go to the third point and the last one, okay? Let's see the miracle. The blind man obey. Has determination, persevere, and got the miracle. But he gained not only his physical sight, but also his spiritual sight. Wow. And he recognized as he recognized Jesus in front of the Pharisees, of everyone. He didn't care. He did. He wasn't afraid. In verse 9, sorry, chapter 9, verse 35 to 41 says, When Jesus heard what had happened, he found the man and asked, Do you believe in the Son of Man? The man answered, Who is he, sir? I want to believe in him. You have seen him, Jesus said, and he's speaking to you now. Oh, my goodness. Yes, Lord, I believe, the man said, and he worshipped Jesus. Then Jesus told him, I entered this world to render judgment, to give sight to the blind, and to show those who think they are see, they see that they are blind. Some Pharisees who were standing nearby hear him and ask, are you saying we are blind? If you were blind, you wouldn't be guilty, Jesus replied. But you remain guilty because you claim you can see. Whew. Strong, isn't it? How many of us are spiritually blind? Is it one of the songs talk about that? It's amazing. It's amazing how God works. Coming back to my dad, my er earth earthly dad. <laughs> He used to love walking, my dad. It was amazing. He walked miles and miles. So we have to walk with him. We didn't have an excuse. And sometimes he stumbled. And sometimes we, not he, sorry, we stumble. And he used to tell us off. He was, why you stumble? Yeah. No, he used to tell us. It's so true. Don't you high half eyes to see <laughs> isn't that true my sister can say like he was angry don't you have eyes to see and that is happening with some of you today it's spiritually blind and God wants us to reveal his miracles to reveal his glory to his divine provision but we cannot see it to get a miracle, this blind man has to work. And God is waiting for us, for you to move, to take action. Come on, he wants strong soldiers. Yeah. He doesn't want we come out to church on Sunday and that's it. No. He wants every day. Monday to Sunday. 
The word of God will sustain you guys. Really. The word of God will guide you. You cannot live without the direction of the Holy Spirit. We cannot live. He will guide us to a specific places. Let him work in you. Let him work in you. So how many of us are like Joseph? With a dream, but with stumbles on his way? A Joseph that knows it's going to be a ruler, it's going to be a prime minister, but now his brothers sold him as a slave? How many of you know how Joseph finished? He finished as what? Prime minister. How are you going to finish? The important is that even though you stumble and you fall, you will get up. Amen? You will get up because God will give you the strength to get up and to continue. Isaiah 49 verse 23b says, Those who trust in me will never be put to shame. Wow. Those who trust in me. You don't know how many times I stumble and fall. But to be honest, I don't care. No. I learn to get up, to shake my clothes, and to continue. I learn because I know they are half God with me, that he is with me, that he give me the strength, that he give me everything I need, that he is my everything. He is my everything. He is my everything. He has, he gave me a purpose. He gave me a vision. Of course, with my beautiful husband. I cannot leave him outside. No, no, no. And whatever happens, we are going to get to the goal that God has sent, set for us. Amen? Whatever happens, we together are going to reach the vision that God has for us until the end. Amen? So I tell you, what made the manifest of the healing or the miracle of this blind man, of Joseph, of Job, and many, many more, it was that they didn't stop. They believed, they obeyed to God and continued. Did no matter what they were living, they didn't stop. They have determination. They persevere. They understand that obedience is over everything. Everything. Many times things will be no like we want. We know that. But keep obeying. Even if you don't understand, keep obeying, guys. Keep believing. Do not take 
the easy way. Because I like I say before, there is no an easy way. There is no an easy way. No. Whew. When we want something, when we have a vision, really, sacrifices for us will be easy. Yes or no? Because our eyes do not focus on the sacrifice, but in the result. Amen? So whatever you are living today, I encourage you to continue. Walking and working in the will of God. If you don't give up, you will obtain the miracle. Amen? Even you still ill, keep walking. Even you are having financial problems, keep giving. Why not? Even if you are tired, keep walking, guys. Keep walking. Even if you see your marriage is going down the hill, keep believing. God is good. God is powerful. Even if you don't understand. God is with you. Can I ask Max to help me with the keys, please? God is with you. He is still with you. He will be with you until then. Do you believe it? Are you holding hands with him? He says in Deuteronomy 31 verse 8, Do not be afraid or discouraged. For the Lord will personally go ahead of you. Wow, what a beautiful, isn't it? He will be with you. He will never fail you, nor abandon you. Do not surrender to the problems. Surrender to Jesus. His word, your time alone with him is very important. Very important. Last weekend, we celebrate Easter. And we have two wonderful services, Friday, Sunday morning, and then we have baptism. Amazing time. Amazing. Celebrating that Jesus is alive. Amen? Amen. But do you know how many times Jesus stumbled and fall on his way to the crucifixion? Do you know how many times? Perhaps many. But what he did after he fall, what he did, he got up and continued walking until he arrived to the cross with wounds, with pain in his body, he had been mentally abused too, but he didn't give up. He didn't give up. He did it only for you, for you. He did it only for us, for each one of us here. He carried the cross 
for us and paid such a price so we are not anymore slaves. Amen? Do you understand that word? What does it mean? We are not anymore slaves to the past. We are not anymore slaves of the illnesses. We are not anymore slaves of problems. We are not anymore slaves of material things. We are not anymore slaves. We are free now. Amen? Do you agree? I want to hear. Do you agree? We are free now. We are free to worship Him. We are free to adore Him. We are free to spread His word. We are free, guys. Let's do it now that we can do it. Let's do it. We are free. Let's don't let anything stop you to talk about Him. Don't let anything or anyone just get up shake your clothes clean your wounds from your body and from your heart and do it do it you can do it you can do it let's do it for him let's get up let's seek his presence Let's pray. Let's read the Bible. Let's fast. Let's do it. Let's bring people to his kingdom. All together as a body of Christ. Amen. Thank you for listening and we trust that the word of God has inspired you today. For further information about King's Church or to access our large archive of other recordings, go to www.kingscambridge.org. If you're listening on iTunes, we would love you to leave us some feedback. God bless and goodbye.